They're overrated. This guy's a future MVP. They need to blow it up. Pay this guy. The regular season matters. He's mediocre. Your opinion's wrong. Welcome to Mediocre Sport Opinion. Hello and welcome to our fifth episode of our podcast today. I am joined by... Hello, this is Max. And I'm Thomas. How's everyone doing? So today for our fifth episode, we're just going to be going over the MLB season. We're going to run through all the standings as they are right now, talk a little bit about each division. So I say we should just hop right into it then. First, we're going to talk about the AL East. So right now, leading the division is the Tampa Bay Rays at 28-14. and 14. And then they're followed by the Blue Jays at 23 and 18. Um, in third place, you have the New York Yankees choking pretty hard. Um, they're 21 and 20. Now, and then the Orioles are in fourth at 19 and 21. And then the Red Sox are in last at 14 and 29. First, I guess we can just really just talk about the Rays. They've had a couple of injuries to their bullpen recently. They've had a lot of pitching injuries this year. A yeah. lot of guys out for the year. Morton got roughed up today, I believe. Looking at this division, I th- I think you got to kind of look at the Yankees. They're at 21 and 21. They went out and got Garrett Cole this offseason. Spent like 200 plus million on him, and they're sitting at 21 and 21. Yeah, he's got roughed up a lot the last two starts. And then also their bullpen's not doing them any favors right now. Chapman's been injured, but he's also blown two saves ever since he's returned. And their bullpen has a 4.63 ERA right now. And they're in a 14 and 16 the last 20 games or something like that. Uh, 5 and 15 in the last 20 games. Doing really bad. Cole has not looked good lately. Paid over $300 million. So what do you think about the Blue Jays? How are they doing right now? They're doing really well right now. Yeah, right? they look really impressive. Took two over the Yankees. Their offense is really good. A lot of young players in there who look really impressive. Yeah, Teoscar Hernandez has been stepping up a lot, even though he was just recently put on the disabled list. But he's having a pretty good year. Maybe even gather some MVP conversation, maybe. have Kevin, Kevin Biggio. He's and then Bo Bichette at shortstop. Vlad Guerrero at He stole a base yesterday. Vlad Guerrero? Yeah. He's quite slow. He's got five tools. Yes. <laughs> Also, we'll talk a little about, about the Orioles. I thought they'd be the worst team in baseball. Yeah, they're surprise. Doing, they're doing surprise a little better, team. but they're being led by Anthony Santander, who's doing really well. I think Renato Nunez. Yeah. Pedro, Pedro Severino. Severino. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're doing really well. They're going to this year, probably, mm-hmm. for the normal year. Mm-hmm. And then also, the Boston Red Sox are in last. Yes, I do not know why they held on this many players at the deadline. You had Bogarts and Martinez. Martinez, you could have found a team for him probably down year he has. He's a good hitter. And Bogarts, they're stuck with him now because he's going to have a no-trade clause after this year. And I don't know, I feel like they could have got a lot for him. So did they just recently sign him to an extension? Yeah, before last year, I believe. What was the extension number? Five for 125, I think. Okay, gotcha. And then JD's still locked in for a decent Yeah, he's got an opt-out after this year. I think it's two or three more years after this one. But he's going to opt in. Yeah, not especially after this year. Well, he does have, I think he still has a decent amount of trade value, especially with that NL still having a DH now. All 32 teams technically need a designated hitter. Mm-hmm. Or all 30 teams, yeah. sorry. And the DH will probably stick in the NL. Definitely should. And he'll be back better next year when they can probably have more video 
look at in between at bats, which is affecting me, affecting a lot of players this year. But the Red Sox have also had a lot of injuries this year. They've been without Chris Sale the whole year. No and Eduardo Rodriguez. Yep. Big hit to their starting rotation. Yeah, their starting rotation is really bad. And they also just made trades at the deadline. They traded a lot of their relievers. The Workman. Left, Workman and the lefty, I don't recall They traded Heath Henry. All right, so now we're going to move on to the AL Central. So it's actually a very tight division right now. Top three teams are all within like a game of each other. But right now you have the Indians leading the division at 26 and 15, the White Sox at 26 and 15, and the Twins at 27 and 17. Let's just talk about those three teams right now. I'm guessing everybody knows the surprise out of all of them is the White Sox. They're doing really well this year. A lot of their young players are stepping up, and also Jose Abreu is doing really well, showing an MVP kind of year. Tim Anderson's like second in the league in batting average or first. Lewis Roberts also putting up some very good numbers as a rookie this year. I'm not super shocked by the White Sox improvement because they did kind of make some big offseason moves. They traded for Mazzara, signed Keuchel. They either traded for or signed Grandall. So they kind of went not all in, but they made some big moves to improve their team, and it's paying off for them. I've been surprised by the White Sox. I didn't think their pitching would be this good, and I didn't really trust their defense heading into the year, but I'm impressed. But I told you during the offseason that I was excited for this team, though. Remember that? Yes. They have a good off. They're, there's no weak spots in their lineup. It's really their question's just pitching. Alex Colom is their closer, but he's still one of the more reliable closers in the game. I believe Aaron Bumner's still doing good, but he's getting injured a decent amount. They have a sneaky good bullpen. And then, I don't know how good Keiko is doing. How good he's is doing he doing? He's, he's one doing of the top ERA leaders this year. Well, All right. yeah, he's And then, I know Giolito, we just checked, had like a 3.25 ERA. Yeah. He's doing good outside the twin. Yeah, he's a like little inconsistent, but yeah. sometimes. Through that no-hitter. Yeah. Through that no-hitter a couple weeks ago or a week ago. And then, the Indians are, of course, in the lead right now. They didn't trade Francisco Lindor. They did trade Clevenger. Yeah, all that, like, off-field debacle with them going out kind of put some of them in hot water probably led to getting Clevenger traded might have helped them out in the long run show some more of that pitching depth Tristan McKenzie mm-hmm. looking good yeah they have they've always had so much pitching if you think about it, the pitchers that they lost in the past couple of years and they're still doing this good mm-hmm. pitching wise Kluber Bauer and Clevenger yep and they still have one of the top rotations yeah. 29 every other team that kept them mm-hmm. they have enough to get rid of them yeah and also, how do you think their package was for Clevenger? I didn't like it. I thought they could. They got a quality of quantity of prospects. I think they could have got top tier prospects mm-hmm. for Clevenger, though. What was the main piece going back in the deal to them? I think it was a shortstop prospect. Shortstop? Oh, okay. They got Josh Naylor. He's somebody who's playing the outfield right now. He's somebody who didn't really have enough playtime, really, with them. But he's not really good defensively, though, so I don't know why they would stick him in left. But. Quick question. Do you guys think that Lindor will be on the move within the next year? I believe he gets traded this offseason. Yeah, I think he can definitely get traded this offseason. I don't really expect them to pay that much for him. They have no interest in keeping him. They also got Cal Contrell and Austin Hedges in the trade, too. Oh, yeah, they got a young catcher. Austin Hedges is controllable for a while. Good defense, really good defense, not just yeah. much offense. Very good defense. Then Cal Quantrill, Quantrill. Was a top prospect at one point. Yeah, he's looking good out of the bullpen. Okay, so now we can talk about your guys's one Minnesota of your, Twins. One of your favorite teams, the Minnesota Twins. I'll let, I'll hand it over to you guys. Yeah, the Twins have been good this year overall, but they've seen some uh, peaks and valleys in their record and stuff. But 
just not quite the hitting that they had last year. They've struggled to score runs at like the pace they had last year. Pitching's been good overall. The starting's been good. Bullpen's been pretty good. Just they've lost a lot of close games. Yeah, Dobnik's had a really good year for them. Been roughed up. Yeah, struggled the last couple starts. Barrios is starting to pitch better. He struggled at first, and then Maeda's kind of been their ace, so to speak. They also got Pineda back. He's He's had two really good starts so far. So they've had injuries. Donaldson's been out, Garver, but they're going to be good in the playoffs, and I'm not worried about them at all. Nelson Cruz putting up a big year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huge year, 40-year-old. Leading the league in OPS? Yes, he is. Over 1,100. Yeah, definitely going to be in that MVP conversation at the end of the year. Yes, their offense has been not quite as good as last year, but those are injuries in there, and they should be good. Donaldson's looked good since he came back the last few days. I do watch him a lot, and Rodgers has kind of scared me a little bit at times. He hasn't quite like been as consistent as he was last year, got roughed up in a couple. Matt Weisler's really taken up Yeah, Weisler's so. been super, super good this year. Former top Ro- prospect. Romo's been good. I, do, I like their bullpen. Romo's still doing good at, like, 42. So I like them heading into the playoffs. And then we have the Tigers. They're also fourth place in this division at 18 and 21. And then you have the Royals at 14 and 28. So on to the next division, we have the AL West. So leading this division right now is the Oakland Athletics. Um, they are right now are 25 and 14. They've been really good this year. Even with Matt Olson struggling a little bit this year. but Isn't yeah. Chapman putting up some good Chapman's games? hitting well. Really good defensively still yes. in that infield. They will. They find ways to win no matter what, even with their limited payroll. Yeah. How's their pitching doing this year? Because that's always a question for them. Yeah, the Oakland A's starting pitching has been decent. You got Chris Bassett up there with an ERA just over three. He's been really impressive. Lazardo, not bad for his young age. Is this he, his rookie season? I be, yes, this is his rookie year. Yeah. And then you got their bullpen, which they're pretty evenly dispersed with most of their players getting between fourteen and seventeen innings. And none of them have an ERA above three. You got Hendricks at ERA of one and a half. Wendelkin there too. All their pieces in their bullpen have looked good. And they trade for Miner, who hasn't pitched much, but he was really good last year and he's got high upside. So they're sticking Miner in the bullpen, right? For now. That's what it appears to be. Yeah. Do you think maybe down the road in the playoffs, you think he'll be very useful in that yeah, bullpen? Yeah, he could be a good long man. Shout out some lefties. He's really good last year. He's got a good chance to be. Yeah, I like him, especially with that defense. He can always have high upside. And then also one person that has been doing really good is uh, Robbie Grossman, the former twin. Yeah, Robbie Grossman's Lead, had a really good year. He's leading them in average, I believe. and No, OPS. OPS? Yeah. And average, too. And average, okay. But he, his average is only like 267. Yeah, I believe he's made some changes this offseason that paid off big with on-base runs at 400. He's doing stuff well this year. Is he playing everywhere? Is he playing like he left? He plays left. He plays yeah, left. mostly left. He'll mostly leave. left, okay. Isn't Chris Davis kind of struggling now? Yeah, I believe he's struggling again this year, too. Yeah, as a high strikeout rate. Yeah, high strikeout rate. He's finally uh, regressing a lot from him being 40 homers every year. And his 247 batting average five years in a row. Yeah, sounds about right. So second in this division is Max's favorite ball team, uh, the Houston Astros. Yes, look at that. Their players really coming back to earth after they cannot cheat as much anymore. Bregman just came off the DL, yes. though, today. Yes, he did. He played DH, didn't he? I'm not sure. I think Probably. I already played He's playing DH today. One thing about the Astros is they've been hit very hard with the injury bug this year. I think they've had... I think they've lost... Yeah, McCullers just went out there. 
Yeah. They've had to bring a ton of guys in to fill roles for them. Yeah, but they're still names. winning games. Verlander's out the whole year. Yep. Ver- he, Verlander could be back for playoffs, I just read. They're trying to slowly work him back in. But, yeah, they've been hit hard with the injury bug. So they're they're making do with what they got. Verlander would be a dangerous force in that three-game wild, wild, the three-game first round. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, a good first game, swing a series. Yeah, they have a bunch of no-name players. Right now, their starting pitchers, uh, I think it's Chase DeYoung. I've never heard of him ever, but he's pitching and already gave up four runs to the Athletics today. Some of their pitches have looked good, though. They have some good pitching depth. Guys like um, Valdez. Valdez and Javier have like stepped up for them in their rotation, give, giving them good quality innings. And if they can get those good quality innings and get to the bullpen... Yeah, they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, their bullpen's still really good. With Presley's doing really well for him. Yeah, so you got Blake Taylor and Andre Scrub, who basically came out of nowhere this year. Never heard of him ever. Zach Granke's doing his normal Zach Granke stuff. With this fifty-two mile power curveball. Ephus. <laughs> Ephus. <laughs> then third place, we have the Mariners at nineteen twenty-two. Just one point to say about them is the surprise of Kyle Lewis. He's. Looking like he could win Rookie of the Year. Him and Luis Robert are going to be pretty close. Robert, yeah, he's even been borderline MVP with his statistics. Yeah, following up on his short last year. They're not really doing well like that one site predicted to them to win the World Series, but uh, <laughs> out of the park baseball. Yeah, but they're but they're doing decent. Um, one team that we should talk about in this division is definitely the Los Angeles Angels. They're sitting at seventeen twenty-five. Paid Anthony Rendon a lot this offseason. They still have no pitching, which isn't surprising. Shane Otani's not looking good. I don't think he's going to. I don't he's think not he's pitching, pitching anymore. No, yeah, it's not this year. They're considering playing in the outfield next year. Yeah, we'll see if he ever pitches again. But I like him as a closer. That's what limited innings. Yeah, looking at the Angels, I, they frustrate me how they're willing to spend this money on Trout, Rendon, Pujols, and then they're not willing to fill Upton. out the rest of yeah Upton, and they're not willing to fill out the rest of their roster like. Get a starting pitcher. Get Bumgarner. Get someone like that to take your team to the next level. They frustrate me. They're pretty much just going to wait till Poulos retires, then they'll have some money to spend, really. I want to say they're spending almost $200 million on their offense this year, compared to like $12 million on their pitching. Dylan Bundy has been impressive, though, this year. So, they didn't train him at the deadline, did they? No. No, they kept him, which they could have gotten a lot for him. He was... Um, he has still a couple years of control left on his contract, which made him very desirable to some teams. I was surprised by a lack of pitching trades at the deadline. Yeah, that is true. Last place in this division is the Rangers at 13-27. Worst record in baseball? I believe it. Yes, they yeah. are. The worst. No, them and the Pirates have 13 wins now. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Rangers. They discussed trading Joey Gallo at the deadline. He's been really disappointed this year, buying like 170, I want to say. Yeah, they probably shouldn't have traded him anyways, but... Their asking price was high it for him. It would have been trading on the low. Yeah, that's not a good idea. And Kluber's out for him, too. Lance Lynn is doing very well, though. I'm surprised they didn't trade him. Looking at the way they... Same thing with Minor last year. Didn't trade him. Struggled this year. Could have got a lot for him this year. Yeah, because he still had a year of control left after this year, and then you had a bunch of teams looking for pitching. Basically every team in the playoffs wants yeah, pitching. pretty much. Basically every team, like the White Sox and Yankees, are two teams that come to mind that would definitely trade a lot for a starting pitcher right now. So right now, we're going to move on to the NL. First, we're going to talk about the NL East. So leading the division right now is the Atlanta Braves at 24-17, and 17, followed by the Phillies at 21-17, followed by the Marlins, who are at 18-18. They still got a lot of games to play. And we have the Mets at 19-23. and 23. 
So for the Braves, I believe they, Max Fried has been having a very good year. Unfortunately, he was just put on a disabled list. I believe Sogar, he's out for the year, right? Or is, did he get hurt? Soroka? Soroka. Yeah, Soroka tore his ACL, I believe, out for the year. Mm-hmm. They don't have Fulton Awich. They, they designated, designated him for a He's in their alternate camp, though. Okay. But yeah, okay. they designate him early in the year. He's been looking better, I believe. Freddie Freeman's been putting up some pretty good numbers right now. He was my pick for NL MVP before the year started. Yeah, they've had some bright spots in their lineup. Darno, he's looked good. Could yeah, Dancy Swanson to take a big step up this year. That's good. He definitely needed that. Azuna, Azuna has been a good pickup. Yeah, that was a good sign. Real good replacement sure. of Donaldson. So Cole Hamels will be back soon for him. He's turned returning off the disabled list. Their bullpen is doing all right, I believe. They. It's looking pretty good. They've got three guys with ERAs below one. Is Will Smith one of them? Will Smith is... No, he's had an ERA of near six in his nine innings. Jeez, and they just signed him to that big contract. Yeah, three for 39, I believe. Yeah. But Shane Green, A.J. Minter, and Darren O'Day have looked really good in their work. Darren Darren O'Day is still doing really good with that submarine stuff. It works. Yeah, it does. So next, I think we'll talk about the Phillies a little bit. I believe Zach Wheeler is doing pretty well this year. A lot of people thought that his contract was a little bit too high. But I believe he has like a 2.6 ERA somewhere around there right now. And Aaron Nola has been really good for them. He's kind of their ace right now. So their staff's been better than expected. Their bullpen's really struggled this year, but it's been proved lately with the pickups at the deadline end. They've really played a lot better since Harper said they needed to win 9 out of 10, which they did immediately after. Yeah, who'd they pick up at the deadline? They picked up Workman and then... Heath Henry. Heath Henry. Henry. Also, I'd like to point out D.D. Gregorius. I thought he was a great signing for them this offseason. Kind of brings a lot of energy to their lineup and just hits the ball well for them. Yeah, Joe Girardi's done a pretty good job his first year as the manager there. Um, Bryce Harper, like Max said, is looking pretty good this year. J.G.'s been doing pretty good this year. He's cooled down a little bit lately, but there's been lots of talks to extend him, especially from Bryce Harper, which is surprising they haven't done anything yet, but... He's been quite impressive to them, and they'll need him if they want to win next year and in the future. Is Gene Segura still doing good? Yeah, yeah. he's been walking a lot more this year, and the willingness to change positions has been important for them because he was not very good defensively at shortstop, but he's been a lot better this year. Now he's always He always seems like the guy who puts up kind of like the same amount of numbers every year. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, very Still consistent. bases have gone down, but he's walking a lot more. Good on base this year. So the next team is the Marlins. They've been surprising a lot. A lot of people thought this would be one of the top three worst teams in baseball. They made a deadline move getting Starlin Marte. Their pitching's looking really good. They have a young staff. Also can't forget that they were like the first team that was hit with the COVID. So they had to kind of restart with a completely different roster, and those guys really stepped up for them. They signed Pat Vendite, ambidextrous pitcher. Sweet signing for them. Does he even pitch? I don't know. I think he's gotten a couple innings probably. Four but. and a third, no runs. Well, that's good. Yeah, but their pitching staff's looking really good. Very young. Jordan, Yo Mateyama, um, Pablo Lopez. Sixto Sanchez has looked really good. Trevor yeah. Rogers has looked really good. Two young ones who are looking to be a real big part of their future top in the rotation. And then is Jose Aria doing really good in bullpen right now? No, he's pitched five innings this year. 5.4 ERA, so very small sample size for him this year. Hasn't hey, Jesus Aguilar has had a good year, I believe. I think he's hitting well. Yeah, he's taking a step up. 
I like the Marte pickup team option after this year, so you always have the control to trade him for next year if you want to, or you can not bring him back. Plenty of options there. Definitely going to trade him next year. I don't believe they gave up too much for him. They just gave up Caleb Smith, who is expendable, I'd say, with their pitching rotation doing really well right now. So no top tier prospects or anything, so it was a good move for them. They threw two pitching prospects in there. Yeah, two pitching prospects, but I think it's not like high-end pitching prospects for them. Fourth in that division is the Mets. They're a team that some people thought would do a little bit better. They're struggling a little bit. Pete Alonso struggled at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. He's picking up a little bit. He had a clutch walk-off against the Yankees. Max loves that. Um, McNeil's doing good still. Robinson Cano has been doing really good Yeah, this he's year. had a good bounce back year for them. Yeah, he has like a 320 average, I believe. Yeah, him for some good power this year. The Mets were hit kind of hard early in the year. They had Cespedes and Marcus Stroman opt out unexpectedly. Cespedes, so the, like, not telling anybody. And just yeah, just leave. disappearing yeah. off the scene. Then they're reporting that, that he's missing. Yeah, that like, was pretty wow. funny. Um, They've also been without Syndergaard this year, so... The pitching's taking a big hit. Yeah, it's but not been that good. They still have DeGrom, who's doing very well. He still has, struggle to win his game somehow. He has like an ERA of like one six nine, but there's he's only won three games. So their offense usually struggles each year, and it's the same this year. And then also they're probably gonna get sold at some point. Probably to the Wilpons. A Rod's still holding out hope though. Yes. Didn't you hear the report that came out today saying like? That JLo's now like the main person in that bid now. Really? They're she has trans- enough money to do that? Yeah, they're transitioning her to like the main person or something wow. like that. So that should be interesting. There's yeah. been a lot of former sports players in that I've heard. Yeah. Their offfields look really good this year between Smith, Nimmo, and Confortal. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, Smith's, Smith's having a good year. Really good too. JD Davis has picked it up. Shortstop is an interesting spot for them. I thought Xander Bogarts would have been a good trade option for them. They could still trade for Lindor this offseason. Yeah. They but have I, a top infield. They have a top shortstop prospect. Yeah, they do. But Rosario's kind of his trade value has declined a lot. He can't hit. Yeah, yeah just defense for him. But I'd say they do have a lot of expendable pieces, I'd say. Like they if you think about it, they could JD Davis and Dominic Smith, one of them's I would say is expendable. Both of them aren't good defenders either. Still got Jeff McNeil who's been picking it up lately. Is he playing most... He's playing second, right? With Cano at DH? Probably, I believe so, yeah. Probably was playing some center too. A little bit of left, some third. Plays everywhere. Yeah, good utility guy for them. Mm -hmm. And then last place in the NL East is the Nationals. In last place right now in the NL East is the Washington Nationals, the World Series champions. They've been struggling a lot this year. Yeah, the team has not looked good. Their offense has been terrible outside of Soto and Trey Turner, who could have an MVP year for a shortstop that above 350 in, since, like, the 1920s. Yeah, Trey Turner's having a super good year, hitting at the top of the lineup. But uh, they just recently lost Strasburg for the year. He can't ever seem to be healthy. He was for the postseason, which is all that matters for them, but... I wonder if losing Anthony Rendon was a huge hit for this team. Yeah, I was saying the offseason, I think Rendon was more important to that team than Strasburg. Looking back at it right now, it kind of, can kind of seem like that. But what do you think about it? Do you think Rendon was more important than I Strasburg? I like the idea of keeping Strasburg. I mean, he's your first overall pick. He was been there forever. 
and yeah, he's been important. That's what they built their team around is pitching. That's what they won the World Series. But yeah, he's been a, he was the big protection behind Soto and Keebom, who was supposed to replace him, got sent down late a few weeks ago. It's been awful at the plate this year. Yeah, but you kind of see why the they extended Strasburg. I mean, he won the World Series MVP. You're not just gonna let the World Series MVP walk the next year. You're gonna let him kind of be the face of your franchise moving forward. But Rendon, that was a big loss for them, and I think it's affecting their play right now. Not many bright spots on this team this year. Their bullpen's probably bad as usual, right? Yeah, it's been... They, they've bad. always had problems with their bullpen. They don't seem to really upgrade that for some reason. How's Will, Will Harrison, Tyler Rainier, Tanner Rainier are the only ones who've done anything this year for them. Yeah, I also believe Max Scherzer's not struggled, but hasn't put up quite the MVP or Cy Young type numbers that he usually does. Yeah, he's not quite to that level. But everybody in the rotation has taken a step back. It's been not good this year for them at all. Which is surprise which I find surprising that now is the time they decide to extend all their coaches and front office staff. I always thought they would have done that in the before the year or not now at all. What do you think about Mike Rizzo getting ejected the other day from the stands because oh. he wasn't wearing a mask? That was an insane sequence of events. I do not know who was. Who was the umpire there again? Joe West. Joe West. I don't think he's something else. He likes to make a show by himself. He was, like, all the way up in the stands by himself, right? Yeah, he wasn't he wearing a mask. Himself. Umpire pointed at security, tell him, go get him. Ejected him. <laughs> Waste of time. Yeah. Want to pick up pace? So many better ways than shortening games. <laughs> so next division we're going to talk about is the NL Central. Right now, in first place in that, you have the Cubs at 24-18. and 18. They've been surprising a lot of people this year. You have the Cardinals at 17-17. They're going to have to play a couple more games still. You have the Brewers at 18-21. and 21, The Reds at 18-23. and 23. Then you also have the Pirates in last place at 13-26. and 26. So one disappointment in this division has been the Reds. A lot of people pegged them to do top, to do top two in this division. Right now they're in fourth. The rotation's kind of struggled. Bauer's been pitching well. Gray's been pitching a little worse than usual. Uh, Castillo isn't doing as well. So their fourth pitcher is Wade Miley. He's been horrendous this year. I think he has like an ERA over six, right? Yeah, near, yeah six and a half. And then their fifth is... Desclafani or Melee, they kind yeah. of interchange those two. They but. did make a trade deadline move trading for Archie Bradley. They didn't give that much up for him. I thought that was a pretty good deal. Yeah, you get multiple years control with him. But I don't get what they did at the deadline there. That's the only move you make when your bullpen's that bad and your offense has not been good. They should have traded Bauer. He's only going to sign a one-year deal. So you're not really missing out much. You can always bring him back. Is, and there's just a lot of holes in this team, a lot of disappointments. Yeah, Moustakis has been doing... Did he do well at the start? He started off well, but he's been bad. And Castellanos has really slowed down lately. Yeah, Castellanos was on, like, MVP-type pace towards the beginning of the year. And isn't Suarez disappointing this year? And yes. he's been injured. Suarez has picked it up lately, but he started the year off poorly. And Winkler's really been the lone bright spot, I guess. Yeah, Zell's Jesse Winkler. Step up. How's Nick Senzel doing? He's had an OPS above 800 this year. He's hurt right now, though. He's been hitting for good power, playing some good defense out in center, I think. How's Aquino doing? He's been up and down, I believe. I don't think he's played much this year. Yeah. I don't, I, that's oh, yeah, surprising to me. Yeah. Well, who's no, who DHs for him? Uh, Jesse Winkler. Oh, he does? They kind of do a platoon between Winkler, Akiyama, Senzel, and Castellanos rotating around. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, I'm surprised Aquino hasn't been up more for them. I, he, like, set records last year on his home run pace, so 
kind of surprising not to see him in the lineup. So Sogo Akiyama, I think that's how you say his name. Not look good this year. Batting under two hundred OPS in the five fifties. How much did they pay him like again? Like six mil or something a year? He was supposed to be a big free agent signing. Weren't they supposed to play him in center? Yeah, he was supposed to be their center fielder this year, pretty sure, playing some good defense. But I think he's been more left fielder for him this year. Yeah, he's played mostly left for them. Because they've been playing Senzel in center. We'll go on to the Cubs now. They're leading the division right now at 24-18. and 18. They started off really hot. I think they were like 12-3 and three to start the year. Yeah, they've been playing around 500 since then, maybe a little below. Yeah, they kind of stick out as, like, the best team in this division, I guess. I don't really think there's even a best team in this division. Yu Darsh has been doing really good this yeah, year. Yeah, he's been a huge bright spot he's for putting them. up some Cy Young-type numbers right now. Him and Kyle Hendricks have been carrying this rotation. location. Yeah. Lester's taking a big step back. He's been taking a step back for the past, like, four years. Yeah. Jeremy Jeffries has looked really good for them. Of course. Their offense has been really weird this year. Wilson Contreras has taken a step back. Ian Happ's doing really good. Yes, Ian Happ has really carried this lineup, along with Jason Hayward, surprisingly. But Schwarber's been okay. Baez has been awful, complaining now about the not being looking at bat, his at-bats during the games. Rizzo's taken a step back. Bryant's been awful this year. Kipnis has been surprisingly good. Do you think Bryant's going to be on the move in the shortcoming here? or I wouldn't be surprised if he's straight. I don't think he goes back there. I think there's a little too much... Conflict between them, between the whole grievance case and them holding back, obviously, because of the service time. But yeah, I'd be surprised if he's trade. It's gonna be tough this year though. He's been bad, but he's Brian. He's Brian. He's always gonna get something good in return for him. Cardinals are doing decent right now at five hundred. Have a lot of their games canceled as they're one of the first teams that got COVID. Um, yeah, so they're kind of playing catch up at this point. A lot of doubleheaders, trying to catch up with their schedule. I know they had a doubleheader with the Twins today. They're looking like a. They could be second or first in this division moving forward. Their starting pitching has looked really good this year. Wainwright's taken, looking back to his prime career again, ERA under three. Is he like, Hudson's been good. Isn't he like 37 now? Yeah, 38. 38, jeez. Flaherty's been good. Really young pitcher, lots of upside there. Giovanni Gallego, I can't say his name. Never could, even when he was in the Yankees. He's been really good. That Voight trade looks like it's paid off for both teams really well. Their whole bullpen's been good. I think offense. they're missing a little bit in their lineup. They just a lot of Goldschmidt. There's not much else in that lineup right now. DeYoung's doing pretty well right yeah, now. Yeah, Paul DeYoung's been good for them this year. Um, Bader's taking a big step up, playing well offensively along with his elite defense. Fowler's look good. Carpenter's struggling a lot right now. Yeah, that Carpenter contract is really holding them back right now. Brad Miller's been surprisingly well for them. They've been trying to figure out left field this year. Hasn't really worked out too well. They just sent down their top prospect, Dylan Carlson. Matt Weir's had a 19-pitch at-bat today, too. Yeah, that was a crazy at-bat against Caleb Thielbar and the Twins. Then after them in the standings is the Milwaukee Brewers at 18-21. Really, their hitting's just shit, I Really think. bad. Really bad. I don't think anybody on their team has, like, an average over 250. Yelich is doing really bad. He is hitting home runs, but he's not getting on base at all. The Brewers, want their bright spot is their bullpen. They have Josh Hader, who's been unhittable, and then... Devin Williams as well. He's done really well for us this year. Came out of nowhere with that elite changeup. This is probably the best changeup in baseball. He's went through some struggles in the minor leagues, but yeah, he's really figured it out this year. 
I think Woodruff's been solid for them at the top of rotation, but other than that, their rotation's kind of struggled this year. Cor- yeah, Corbin Burns of Woodruff has really been their only decent parts of the rotation. And Burns doesn't really, like, start start he'll go like four innings or so it's not really like he's starting seven innings or so josh limbroom who they signed out of japan he's sucks he has like era of over six keston hira i think he's doing okay he's been struggling the whole offense has been been struggling here's been picking it up lately i think he's got a slugging of 470 him with some good power this year and they have been without lorenzo kane he opted out middle of the year that was a big hit. That's going to hurt your pitching a lot with his defense having to move Garcia. You prefer to have in a corner outfit spot the center field. Yeah. Smoke was a big disappointment this year. Just released him. Yes. Yeah, their offense, it's been surprisingly bad. Took well, a lot of pay cuts this year to make save some money, and that has not worked out this year at all. I'd say we're still doing fine, though, for what? Yeah, I just don't in- see the Brewers as a playoff team. Yeah. They still have a lot of pieces that they need to fill out on their roster, but they do have some good core pieces, Hader and Yelich. Jed Jerkle is leading the team in war for their position players, so that's something. He's Jed playing. Jerko is leading them in war. He's playing third base. So now I think we're going to move on to the most compelling division so far this year, NL West. So in last place in NL West right now is the Diamondbacks at 15-27. Very surprising year. From at least from my perspective, they're actually a team I predicted to have the second or third best record in the NL this year, and they have second tied second worst in the NL right now. Their pitching's been struggling a lot this year. Robbie Ray was just traded; he had a horrible year. Bumgarner's been doing really bad. One bright spot though is Zach Gallon, but he's been roughed up the past couple. Of he got roughed up a little bit last night, but other than that, I think he had. 22, 23 starts in a row with three earned runs or less. So he's been he's been a real bright spot for them, but basically the only one. Yeah, their offense has been struggling a lot this year, producing runs. So a bright spot for the Diamondbacks lineup has been Christian Walker. He's been playing mostly first base for the Diamondbacks, hitting well this year. Yeah, Christian Walker's been their only really – Carryover from last year offense that's performing well this year again. He's got an OPS above 800. Then you got Marte, Kito Marte is, who been league average offensively this year, which is disappointing after last year. Sounds like he won MVP this year. Yeah, but the Marte Parte there did not really pay off. Starling Marte did well, but not enough to carry that team. Yeah, a big year last year from Kettle Marte, and the production hasn't carried over. They kind of thought he would be the one leading the offense for them, but just hasn't lived up quite to those expectations so overall just a weak lineup for them they struggle to score runs I believe Zach Gallen has like an ERA in the twos and he has like one win this year so that just speaks to the fact that they're not scoring enough runs for them to win games then right above them standings the Colorado Rockies at 20 and 21 they started off hot this year they've cooled off a lot recently Charlie Blackman still hitting pretty good but coming a little bit more down to earth yeah he was on like record breaking pace. Yeah, he was at like 425 at one point. Right now he's hitting like 327. Yeah, he was, a brother, he was getting at like, through like 60 at-bats, I think. He was like nearly 500 up with his average. Yeah, and then you still have Trevor Story who's doing really well, batting 294. Then also Arenado's struggling a little bit hitting-wise, but still he's a gold-glove defender. Yeah, but outside of Blackman and Story, this offense has been terrible. It's not good, which is surprising. 
But yeah, Story could be a solid trade piece if they make the, decide to move him this offseason. He could get a big haul. Yeah, one thing I heard preseason for them is that they could actually have a more successful year because they're not playing 80, 81 games at Coors Field, which could help their pitching out a little bit. I'm not quite sure how their pitching's doing. I'm guessing it's doing okay for them, but that was just kind of an interesting thing that I heard. Freeland and Sentinel have looked good this year. Freeland's looking taking a big step back towards his what was it, twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen? Yeah, where he's like third in Cy Young. I believe yeah. it's twenty eighteen. But Marquez isn't doing that well, and John Gray's been injured a lot. But Daniel Bard, though, good story this year, came back out of after a few years away. Yeah, was it how dominated. how many years was it? I think the last time he pitched was twenty thirteen, I believe, with the Red Sox. Yeah, right now he has a three five ERA in Throwing eighteen games. Yeah, yeah, he's been really impressive. Good story there. Yeah, how's uh, Wade Davis doing for him? Oh, gosh. That was a bad... Co- All three of those bad contracts in the bullpen. It's been not good. He's only him. pitched in three games, but his ERA is 16, and he's been injured the rest of the year. Yikes. After coming up with a 9 ERA last year? Mm-hmm. 16 is better. Yeah, not good at all. 16 is higher than 9. <laughs> so right after them, then, is the Giants. I think we all know they're at 21-21. They're being led by Michael Yastrzemski. Donovan Solano is also having a really good year for them. Really? Kind of unexpected there, but... Yeah, they they stood pat at the deadline when people thought they could maybe trade Johnny Cueto. Um, I think Evan Longoria is also having, like, a good bounce-back year. I thought most people kind of thought that his career was kind of on the downward, but he's having a good year so far this year, which has helped them a lot. Yeah, their offense has been good this year, even with... Buster Posey opting out before the year started. You got a bunch of above, above at league average players in there. You got Brandon Bell with an OPS above a thousand. Same with Yaskrimski. Alex Dickerson. Alex Dickerson's been really good this year. Their offense has been surprisingly well, really carrying that team. Even with Hunter Pence's disappointment this year. How has their bullpen been this year? Not very good. Not oh, many good. Horrible. Yeah, it's been a bad bullpen this year. You got a bunch of guys with areas above five, four, above four. No really good spots in there. Cueto's kind of had a nice little bit of a bounce back. Thought people also kind of thought he was going to be done for, but pitching some good quality innings for them. He has a 4, 5, 6 ERA. Gaysman's been a little bit. He's shown some improvement this yeah, year. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't trade Kevin Gosman to the deadline. I thought they would have done that because I don't really see them contending in the postseason. I believe they'd go up against the Dodgers right now, and I can't see them taking that series. I mean, I don't no. see anybody in that starting rotation that will match up with Kershaw, Bueller, and Dustin May. I mean, the Dodgers are multiple tiers above them. Right now, we're going to be talking about probably the two best teams in the NL right now, and the Padres and Dodgers. Padres are 26-17, and 17, made some moves at the deadline, getting Clevenger, also getting a lot of bullpen pieces as well. Two new catchers. Yep, two new catchers in there in Castro and... Nola. Austin Nola. Trade for Mitch Moreland, too. Yep. And then you have the Dodgers in first place at 30 and 12. So this is going to be one of the more interesting parts of the year to see how good these teams keep on doing. People think the Padres are probably the best shot at being the Dodgers in the NL. Their offense is elite. Everybody in that offense basically is performing. You got people coming out of nowhere like Jake Cronenworth. He's going to win rookie of the year, probably. Yeah, he's looking like a yeah, favorite. Rookie sleeper of the year. rookie of the year. Eric Hosmer is taking a big bounce back here. He's hurt right now, but with a broken finger, I believe, getting hit by a pitch on a bunt attempt. But they're hoping to believe he'll come back before the postseason. But you got Mitch Moreland to take his place. He's been playing well this year outside of his few at-bats with San Diego. And then we also, of course, have to talk about Fernando Tatis. Leading the league in homers right now. Probably going to win the NL MVP, I would assume. 
He's doing very well right now, showing everybody that he's believe in the hype of Tatis. He's still doing really good at a young age. Eight for eight in stolen base attempts this year. Really impressive. Yeah, looking at the Padres this year, I think they're kind of now reaping the reaping the benefits of them making some big free agency moves and having a good farm system, and they're really playing well this year. How about that trade they made with the Brewers getting Zach Davies and Trent Grissom really paying off this year? Yeah, Grissom did really well. Uh, he did mess up in that game, though, on the wild card. That was his fault. Um, Took a weird bounce. Yeah, no. Yeah. But he's, like, batting, like, 270 or so right now. Yeah, he's in 267 with an OPS above 800. Playing some good playing good center field for them. How's Will Myers doing for him? Will Myers has been playing really well. OPS above 700. Hit a grand slam today. Continue to slam Diego. Everybody in that lineup. Michelle Machado, OPS above 900 again. Yeah, and their rotation's been doing really well. Yeah, surprisingly really good this Dyson year. Lamette's doing really well. Garrett I, Richards having a good bounce back year. Yep, they also have Chris Paddock, too. Taking a step back this year, but he's always capable of going in there. You got Drew Pomerantz, who's yet to give up a run in 13 innings. Yeah, he's really good piece out of the bullpen. But yeah, Lamette's been doing amazing this year. His stuff's electric, a really good fastball, also a very good slider. I like how he works the corners, too, against batters. It's going to be a very effective pitch in the next couple of years. And bullpen-wise, where do they sit there? But, yeah, really good year for the Padres. And, I, I like Aiden said, I think they're, like, the Dodgers' main competition. Picked up Trevor Rosenthal to show up the bullpen at the deadline, too. Yeah, good move there. Didn't give up much, I'm sure. Picked up Tim Hill before the year. He's been impressive this year. Then, yeah, of course, the Dodgers right now are on – they were at record pace at one point. What where were they at? I believe they in hundred and sixty two game season, their pace would have been like hundred and fifteen wins. That's just insane. They've been doing really well. Mookie's been doing very well. Gonna be in the race with Tatis for that NL MVP. Bellinger's still doing Bellinger things. Not as good of a year, but still. It's doing really well. Yeah, their lineup's hard hard to stop. They got a lot of depth in there and they just hit the ball all over. Hit a lot of home runs. And Kershaw. Coming back this year, he's been pitching really well. I think he had an early disabled list stint, but it's been pitching really good for them. Yeah, Dustin May, after getting that early, that late opening day start, been looking really good with him. His 100-mile-hearts two-seamer sink or whatever that is. He's His stuff's healthy. insane. Yeah, and you got Corey Seager after all the trade talks in the postseason about possibly getting traded for Lindor and making the move to third. Really picked up this year. Probably their best offensive player this year. Throughout the whole year, he's been really impressive. Also, their bullpen's been really impressive, like top to bottom. Jansen's had a really good year Jansen's for them. Jansen's still doing really good. Dylan Florio has a 1.5 ERA. You also have Blake Trinan bouncing back right now. He has a 2.5 ERA. Then also the trade for Gradrol. He's been pitching a lot. He's been dominating that bullpen. Yeah, he throws 100, but it looks like he's just warming up. It's quite impressive what he can do out there. Even Jake McGee's doing really well for him right now, who the Rockies got rid of. Yeah, earlier. made a change in his pitching repertoire this year that has really paid off for them. For the Dodgers, one Walker Bueller kind of sh- he struggled out of the gate, been injured on and off, but once he gets going, their starting rotation is going to be super hard to hit against. Yeah, yeah Bueller's been picking it up this. One disappointment for this Dodgers team has been Gavin Lux. A lot of people thought he would take a step forward. He the rookie of the year. Yeah. He was like the favorite. Mm-hmm. He's got called down a bunch of times, and he's only batting like 148 right now. So, Will yeah. That, Smith behind the plate has been hitting well this year. Looking like your future catcher, along with Kibir Reese, who's got a few at-bats this year. Mm-hmm. 
I think basically right. to sum up the Dodgers, they're looking like the best team in baseball right now, and they're going to be really, really tough to beat. Most complete team in baseball yes. as well. Yeah, I think that's just going to wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for tuning in for this long episode. And remember, your opinion doesn't matter. Yes, it does. <laughs>